Hi, Shantara. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. Thank you for tuning in a little early. <laughs> I'm here. I, I said the moment that I don't log in, I look up and I'm like, oh my God, what time is it? So I was like, let me log in. Let me make sure I can hear myself and do all the tasks. Great. Well, you look fabulous. You do too. Good to Thank see you. you. Thank you. Well, thanks for doing the show today. I'm just going to get started because talk show has started since we are both on. So I'll do a formal introduction. Welcome, Shantira Hardy, to the Stroke Diva Fabulous radio show. I am your host, Kamari T. Richmond, and I'm excited about talking to Shantira today. We actually met last year at the Women Elevating Women conference, the uh, Collaborative Pathways, um, which WEW was founded, Women Elevating Women was founded by the phenomenal Betty Hines. <laughs> Betty Hines, absolutely. Yes. I actually met Betty, I was online, and this was, I think, 2019, I was online and came across a woo conference coming up. And it was in March, I think it was March 9th, because the following couple of days, COVID, everything shut down. But I made it to the conference, <laughs> but I, I saw Betty's uh, profile online, had her on the show, and, um, and she's just been a great, you know, she's all about collaboration and women elevating women. So love Betty Hines. So kudos to Betty. <laughs> we absolutely love her. Uh, she believes collaboration and her commitment to women succeeding is, is just, it's next level. And you don't get that everywhere from a genuine perspective because she truly wants to see people elevate. And in that elevation, she wants to see people win. And I'm I'm so blessed that I had the opportunity to um, also meet her uh, later that year during the time, and uh, she can't get rid of me, even though she believes that maize and go whatever that color. I'm a Buckeye, and she's a <laughs> Michigan diehard, but I still love her, and um, I'm grateful that my my company gets to partner with Wu. So she's amazing. And, well, you know, and the amazing thing is, is you were one of the, you know, we sat at the same table together. I didn't know you were one of the speakers for the event. <laughs> and you were. And you know, I was blown away because you you have that same kind of passion, um, I think, for helping women with your fearless commerce. So I want to talk about everything you do. I mean, when you look up Shantira Hardy online, girl. <laughs> There is it, so it is it is it is it is i i have to say it it is it's not an easy uh feed for my mom to answer well what does your baby do well she <laughs> she don't call me so she good she do she do good and you're like i have uh like three companies and i believe you're a wife and a mother and so i really want to get into you know how you really do it all but i want to start with you know just based on your LinkedIn profile. And I saw something new added. I saw this tri-sector executive added. <laughs> it's like, okay, but you are a, a strategist. You're an entrepreneur. Um, you are the founder of Policy Grounds Consulting 
co-founder of Fearless Commerce, co-founder and board of advisors at Civic Eagle, and your full-time board member at the uh, Fairview Health Services. But you wear so many different hats. So let's, I just want to start with, you know, when you were growing up, what did you think, you know, what was your, your dream? That's a great question. And again, thank you so much for, for having me. I was, I'm so excited to, to be able to sit in this space with you. You have spoken to some phenomenal people. And so I'm honored to have the opportunity to talk with you. Um, I, am a Rust Belt girl born and raised in Youngstown, Ohio. And I say that because there's a power in place and how place shapes you. Youngstown used to be the backbone of the steel industry and was devastated when the industry collapsed. And what else collapsed was communities and families. And that was the story of growing up in a town that was left behind when industry moved on. And so being rooted in that place really shaped for me the importance of investment, the importance of sustained investment. And that really has been the nucleus for all the things. So there's a North Star related to when I show up at a table. It is related to ensuring that there is investment in place and when you invest in place and people all of those other things come in alignment and so that for me growing up in youngstown having the opportunity to go to ohio state and now having my home and my family and friends here in the state of minnesota and so the thread through place and how place can really be the foundation for your story. And and when you look up Youngstown and folks Google it, the statistics will not align with what folks see in my resume. However, the definition of uh, who I am is all about ensuring that those statistics did not paint the picture of that sad story because I love where I grew up with all the wounds and the warts and with all that came with it. So, yeah. Now that is beautifully said. And that kind of gives me some insight on, on the work that you've been doing because um, with Fearless, uh, with Fearless and Civic Eagle, um, I, it seems like you're combining the policy and the, um, the social interests kind of you know marrying those together is that right exactly okay exactly you know when i think about the work that i am able to do um at fearless commerce and i'm able to do a civic ego in that connection is that that commitment to prosperity and so at um civic ego i co-founded civic ego with um a couple other amazing uh co-founders on the premise of providing access to public policy. And so we are um, a software company that provides legislative intelligence tools to individuals, organizations, 
um, small, medium, Fortune 1, 500 nonprofits run the gamut that are looking to be involved in where policy is moving. And so our technology allows for you to track a bill from introduction all the way through the process, either to the governor's desk in that state or to the president's desk. And so we have built in um, this commitment to public data, this commitment to access, and this strong commitment to collaboration, because we believe that we have the best outcomes for people when folks are authoring and at the table of public policy that's going to impact their everyday lives. And so that's what we we get to do. Uh, a venture back company. We've raised over $14 million through that company and have grown since we founded the company in um, 2015. And, and that work allows for us to be at the cutting edge of technology, which is in all that we do. And so I, I'm very proud of the work we um, continue to do. I'm in a different seat, still a co-founder always, but now in a board seat, not in the executive um, function of the company. Wow, that so. is fantastic. And I'm, I'm kind of kind of like your mom. I'm like, well, exactly what does that mean? <laughs> that means that we, 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 uh, we just let pin. We just, you know, I am all, everything that you see is all about letting folks in. Like, let, let me let you in. I didn't figure this out. And right. folks are always saying, I don't want to be involved in policy. Well, policy is involved in you. So I'm trying to figure out a, a real easy way for you to get access to those everyday shifts yes that impact your lives and that for us as civic eagle is 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 so important to ensure that folks are able to discover and analyze and collaborate on the bills that matter and that's a 365 day a year commitment and responsibility as an individual in the united states of america to know when you put representation to represent you in state houses, in Congress, you should know what's happening. And you should know that um, the language, the discussions will impact you some way, shape or form. So that that for us is like the brass tacks, plain language of why we, we've taken the technology route to ensure that there's access to our democracy. And, you know, kudos to you because that is so important. That is like everyday real life. And and I had no idea that, you know, someone was doing that, you know, here's how you can track this bill, you know, from A to Z, you know, I'm, I'm on MSNBC and CNN, you know, most of the day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to- And but you're getting that after. And that for us is that- Right. The, often live in a reactive democracy right. that yes we're getting the news 24 7 but oftentimes the the place to impact is gone you know we're not mm -hmm. alerted and we don't know when there's discussion on x and the thing that i often tell folks in state houses in congress that individual in their human body only packs so much expertise so when that rural member has to hit the red or green button on an urban issue, you want to make sure that they have the best information. Mm -hmm. And so there is a responsibility to the 
person you voted for or you not voted for, because at the end of the day, every single one of them has to hit the ring or green button on every part of the budget of that state or the United States budget. Mm -hmm. And so understanding that you have a role in bringing your expertise to the table when you're involved in the public policy making process. I think that's exciting. Maybe I'm a nerd, but that's exciting. No, I think that's very exciting. And I'm glad you've given me some clarity on that. So um, I'm just going to make sure everyone is following, you know, civic underscore eagle on social media for sure. And let's let's start with um, you are the founder of Policy Grounds Consulting. So tell us about that. So that that's where I get to, to bring all of the knowledge um, that I have had over my career as a tri-sector leader. And what that means, I've had the opportunity to work in for-profit, non-profit, and government sectors uh -huh. um, over my career. And so that's the lens that I bring um, to my consulting work. And what I get to wake up and do is be an advisor. I often say I'm working with leaders in disruption. Either they're in crisis and trying to get through the disruption, or they are bold enough to lead in trying to push creativity into their organization or their lives in order to disrupt it for the good. And so I um, operate as executive advisor, their thought partner, the little person on your shoulder, like you, you, you probably need to do that or mm -mm, don't do that. <laughs> and so being there to um, allow them to move that work. And so in policy grounds, um, I'm able to do that. And then um, related to my technical expertise related to the policy and the grounds, um, my background is in urban planning and architecture. And so I do work on a lot of placemaking and built environment. Um, and the other side of my, my background is in um, public policy. So lobbying and um, moving that work. So I oftentimes get pulled in as an advisor to public projects um dealing with uh construction dealing with uh connecting community and how to go about bringing them into a project so it's kind of my smorgasbord where i get to to play in a number of different areas but the the core is only working kind of right directly with an executive to be their advisor as they're moving those different pieces forward okay that makes Perfect sense, um, because in looking at your background, it seems as though everything is kind of married together, kind of merged together. You can wear so many different hats in so many different places because of the work that you've done. And let's talk about uh, fearless commerce. And I love the whole idea around, um, it's, it's just not showcasing but I believe it's accelerating the business of of black women. And so, I mean, there are so many impressive women that, you know, I've looked at on your social media page that are connected and, you know, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, LinkedIn, all, you know, all these women um, doing so many things. And I listened to your interview with uh, your co-founder, uh, Camille, I'm sorry, I can't remember her last name, but how Thomas. you all were just, what was her last name again? Thomas. Thomas, yes. You all were, or she was looking through magazines and, you know, Black women were not being, Black women, women of color were not being highlighted 
um, at all. And so you did a magazine, but tell us, you know, let me tell it in your words, how Fearless Commerce came about. Absolutely. Um, and, and as I said, in, in, in my um, journey, all of these pieces connect together. So the fateful and amazing luncheon um, that brought the birth of Fearless Commerce, actually for, for my side of the story, I had the opportunity um, to be the first person of color to lead the state of Minnesota Department of Employment and Economic Development. And so I was appointed by the governor of the state to run an agency with over 1,500 public servants and mm -hmm. um, billions of dollars. And we had a commitment of building the Minnesota that worked for all. And that inclusion commitment really focused on how do we ensure that businesses in Minnesota have access to the opportunities to thrive. And one of the things, Minnesota is a unique um, place for so many reasons, but we are one of those states that um, we're home to world headquarters of a number of fortune companies, Target, Best Buy, Cargill, um, Ecolab, uh, Mayo Clinic, you name it, all these world-class institutions. And um, one of the things that was a constant thing that I heard wasn't we didn't we didn't need and it was a beautiful thing con convincing of that commitment to inclusion but i i would always hear but i can't find them are they mm -hmm. i would say wait a minute what do you mean you can't find that black woman who owns her dental practice that that international award-winning aveda hairdresser the only person of color what do you mean you can't find that um you know chef or that executive recruiter she down the street like i i know where she at so i would hear it as i would go around the state my responsibility was also to be the international marketer um as the commissioner of trade and so i met with heads of states on behalf of the state and telling the other side of the story of, of smes was a joy for me of like yeah yeah i know we got those amazing logos but let me tell you about these small businesses mm -hmm. and so that stuck with me and when we came together to have that lunch and Camille was just like, man, I just saw one of those a hundred people to know or a hundred people, you know, women in business. And she's like, there's like two of us. And I'm like, man, I, I just left our 12 meetings and you know, they're committed and they're like, they can't find us. And we sat there and we were like, well, what can we do? First of all, we were busy and we were just like, whatever we decide, we probably can't do it. This was in January, we probably can't do it till October. So we put a we put a, a actually September launch date of something on our calendar, and what came out of that uh, that lunch meeting was we're going to publish a table book, so that when people say they can't find them, we're going to say look on your table, mm -hmm. look on your table, and the the photos are going to be so beautiful that you just you just it's just going to be a work of art, that you're not only going to see the fearlessness of standing up to start a business being the largest starter business but you're going to want to be in commerce with them because they're building excellent and world-class companies that they are masters in oh. their craft and you are not going to be able to stand by i can't find them and since 2017 launching that first volume in minnesota alone which your listeners who mostly are probably on the coast 
In Minnesota alone, we have honored 154 profit black women owned businesses since 2017 in every industry. We have farmers, we have tech founders. This is in Minnesota, only Minnesota. Minnesota only. Wow. Only. Every industry. And it's something for us that we know that that's often where the conversation starts is I can't find them. Well, well, let me help you. And then when you find them, I need you to put that commitment in place. And that for us for Fearless Commerce is we wake up every day with a commitment to amplify and that's our business of books, but also to accelerate, which mm -hmm. is where we focus on strengthening the back office. And that's, a, that's the non-shiny part that we create spaces of learning business fundamentals focused on how do we ensure that we not only start businesses, but we sustain them. How do we ensure that we get past that infamous number of only 3% of our businesses are mature, that we go from solo entrepreneurship, that we can build a team, that we have our financial house in order with our tech stack of understanding what financial tools we need, that we have employee handbooks, that we understand cybersecurity, that we have customer service models. That's the work that we do in the business of books of amplifying, but also in the business of the back office of, and how we accelerate um, black women owned businesses. That is phenomenal. Kudos to you all. I mean, I just loved, you know, looking at those um, at those stories online because it's still kind of hard to believe that in 2023, you know, when you go to mainstream publications, you see one or two women of color, maybe one, you know, black woman. It's it's not hard to find, but you know, to know that that's happening in Minnesota, where you just have so many dynamic women. Um, and, 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 and that's part of women elevating women, you know, just making sure exactly. that women of all ages, you know, but diversity, you know, all about diversity and inclusion in every aspect of our lives so that women are, are amplified. And so that's, seems to be a big theme for you and the work that you do, but how do you do it with wife and mother also? One hour at a time. <laughs> the thing to know is that I'm going to take my nap in our household. We going to have a DDP, which is a daily dance party because why not dance? Exactly. Um, and so I, I, work every day, you know, folks may see all the things that I do, but there is a right sizing and, and the subscription to the grind culture is not something that I subscribe to. And so being very thoughtful about the collective care of, of myself mm -hmm. and my household is, is a daily muscle. I fail every day, but it's working it out every day. And so it is something that is constant check-in. So as I said at the top, of describing Civic Eagle. That was a journey of changing my seats. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I am on this mantra of owning your exit and what that means to you, you know, and how do you do that in business and thoughtful about your role shifting and being comfortable with that and making sure that um, there is an alignment that 
you can't do everything the same way as you always done because you're getting old you know you see this is great and you you might be tired and there might be someone else that can do it actually much better than you and how do you keep that perspective in how you show up but also how do you keep that perspective in your business model you know related to this this owning your exit um there there is something um within the black business community around that that we have to get an alignment in i see i see tension when one of our own decides to sell or merge or do something different there's not an understanding of that individual actually probably set out with an exit lane of saying, I'm actually gonna exit this way. And so I'm gonna build this business like this, but I can't me to tell y'all. Mm-hmm. And that matters, that actually, knowing that is actually a central piece to your self-care and taking care of yourself, is how will you own that exit and how will you exit? Because if you exit raggedy and you beat, you let these people beat yourself down, the return on investment or what you built, the value is not gonna be there. And so it, it is a mindset that has to be built into whatever you're building around your definition of ownership and you, um, you know, being the appreciating asset in whatever you own. And so how do you make sure you set up your positioning and whatever you do? And then when you know you, when you're doing too much, you just, you gotta look at girl, I had one of those conversations with my co-founders and it, it's it's a rotating chair that, you know, this week with one of my um, uh, co-founders, we do this amazing certification work. She was like, yeah, we're doing too much. We can't, we can't do that thing. This, that we, we don't have to move that about six months from now. And then, you know, there's this moment of like, but, and it's like, oh, you're right. We was doing too much. We can't be doing that. Not, we won't beat ourselves down. So. So that, so I don't do it all. I am doing it and it's one thing at a time. There's a little multitasking. My husband tells me I suck at it. I still try to do it, but it, it is it is not that you you ain't sleep. Mm -mm, mm -mm. What I'm gonna do is go to sleep at nine o'clock. <laughs> I love it, I love it. <laughs> See the, the the nap ministry, bless her heart. She trying to she started a revolution. I said you didn't you didn't democratize naps. And now you don't feel bad. And when folks like you gonna go to the club, well, I'm gonna take a nap first. Right. <laughs> and you don't feel bad. But the self care is really important. And so because you know you have you have three companies and family you know, and work. And so what do you tell other entrepreneurs about self-care and making sure you have an exit, which I think that's brilliant. I've never even thought about, okay, you do have to have that exit plan. This is how you envision it happening. It happens. And then now what? And then now what? You know, one of the things that at, at you know, Fearless and also when I'm advising leaders is what is your operating rhythm mm -hmm. and how do you ensure that you communicate that because you we we teach people how to treat us yes and my 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 co-founder camille is is the 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 queen of boundaries 
if, if anyone needs a, a coach, the vision investment and trying to figure out how to get their boundaries in my sleep, I would recommend her. She got like, mm -mm, no, I'm sorry. No, that, I'm sorry. That's not going to happen. Mm -mm. That's her. And that is something that owning that operating rhythm and how you want to show up, once you create that, it's determining if self-care is really important to you. Are you building in yourself around your commerce? Are you building in yourself around your care and building the commerce around your care? And so what that means is like, what are you scheduling first? You know, what are you scheduling first? And and that care doesn't, isn't all naps. That care is time to breathe, time with family, time to be still, um, time to think. You know, one of the things that I learned, you know, when I, you know, building a tech company is a whole nother world outside of professional services and you know in the tech bro community or whatever they get this thing called time to innovate and 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 fail fast and do all these things that you know when you look at our stats and where we're starting companies and businesses it's not necessarily in tech so that culture mm -hmm. and so how are you building and self-care is also being able to innovate and think and challenge and and do all those different things so what is your operating rhythm with respect to how you are going to schedule yourself and program your life. You know, there's a book called Design Your Life. You know, how are you designing your life? And it's one of the things that um, I think is important from an entrepreneurship perspective. People usually start with their why. It's like, I didn't want to work for nobody else. Listen, <laughs> you will always work for somebody else. That's called your client your customer. Yeah. And if you're not listening to your client and your customer, you wh what what are you building your product and service for? You work you kind of work for them, but you teach them how to treat you. You develop the culture you want them to engage in Definitely. and the expectations um but that's the operating rhythm that you have to uh create for yourself. Absolutely. That is perfectly said. And and so Shantira, with everything that you you have going on, because you are um, you know, one of those serial entrepreneurs. <laughs> what what is next for you? You know, right now I am um really focused on um continuing to to zero in on, on that genius of what gives me joy and in, in the work. And so I'm in this, I'm in this space of um, really figuring out my way of getting proximate to that genius. Like, mm -hmm. okay, no, I don't want to do more of that. No, I don't want to sit at that table. No, I want to talk to those people. So I'm in that, and that is showing up and refining the type of clients that I take on the type of work that we do in fearless commerce and, and the conversations that we engage in with respect to black women owned business. Mm -hmm. And so what you'll see for me is a different type of visibility um, and, and making sure that as I zero in on the, the company I want to keep um, that I am present 
for them to see me because it might not be on the other side the same type of people and then for for fearless it's it's doubling down on impact on wealth for black women and sustain wealth and being able to create the narrative and the story that they want to tell for for their legacy, whatever that is, whatever that exit lane that they choose to drive down. And you've got multiple exit lanes where you start out. I like choice. But if you don't think through and figure that out, then you wind up going down someone else's road. And so that that's what's that's what's next for me. And um I'm very excited about it. I I walk with defiant joy and mm. all that is is happening um in this world um and and especially being that place where everyone seems to have demarcate but the demarcation of either their shift in how they lean and what they look at uh being ground zero here in Minneapolis you know with the murder of our brother George Floyd yes. I've walked with just an, an unshakable commitment to let that just not be the opening line of your speech or the statement why you started this program if you're not getting outcomes there, there's a lot of activity happening if you're not getting outcomes what's next for me is not sitting with you i don't want to sit with you mm, that part i don't <laughs> i don't want to sit with you <laughs> if, you're not outcomes, if, if, if my people are not better off I don't want to you. Period. Like, right. I'm good. We, you good. You keep doing your stuff. You keep right. You keep, right. I'm good. I'm good. So I, that clarity on on where I can add the best value mm-hmm. or the 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 more sustained impact is 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 my commitment. And in all that I do, that people will Google it. If you don't see that, then call me on it. Hmm. Well, I don't think we'll have to worry about that <laughs> because uh, you 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 have been been doing the work and and Chantier, is there anything that we haven't covered that you wanted to cover? Hmm. I think we covered everything. I would just reiterate. Um, my um, unapologetic commitment to investing in Black women-owned businesses, make that 365. I encourage your listeners to make that 365 to ensure that capital is flowing and and connection to the next opportunity is made. Um, Yeah, and if there's any leaders that are looking for an executive advisor partner, call me up. Absolutely. And how can folks uh, reach out to you or connect with you? Um, For folks looking for um, connection to our work at Fearless Commerce, they can just go to the uh, fearlesscommerce.com. For those organizations that um, are looking to be in the business of politics, public policy, can go to Civic Eagle, that's C-I-V-I-C-E-A-G-L-E, dot com um and i'm on linkedin and respond directly to um connections so 
Awesome. And are you looking for more partners, more uh, business partners? Um, so for the work, so for Fearless Commerce, um, we have a number of offerings that we are providing. Um, one in particular that's a na nationwide offering is that one of the things that we heard loud and clear for government and corporations is they said they want to do business with women of color and one of the golden tickets is to be certified and so we have a certified access academy and we provide um women of color the support and the resources to get certified either as a wbe mbe um and so we do that nationwide and so if a business owner is looking to get certified they can go to certifiedaccess.co um, CO and get information on that. If there are governments and corporations looking to go past just the statements and actually shift how they do business to open their doors and contracts to more women of color, but need help with certification and want to invest in the academy, we're looking for partners for that. Um, and then outside of um, for for that. Um, we have just a number of, of offerings really focused on, as I mentioned, the back office. And so mm -hmm. um, if there are organizations that want to invest in those offerings, we are happy to um, have those conversations. That is fantastic. That is fantastic. And so you said the, certi the certification program, tell me that again, please. So it's called certifiedaccess.co. And we started Certified Access in 2019, um, you know, funny enough, right before the pandemic. And if you looked up after the pandemic in the immediate days, the only thing was open was government. Um, and so we created a space for brass tacks for folks to go through the process. More than 50% of folks may start the application but never finish. It's an overwhelming amount of paperwork to get your business certified as MBE or WBE. Um, and there is this capacity um, that is needed when you do get the certification because it, you know large organizations are looking for you to deliver. And so we have created the space to understand what the certification requires, to have conversations doesn't make sense for your business, but also to support you to get over the finish line and understand how to utilize that certification in the marketplace and so we have a academy that um is focused on here in minnesota on on government certifications and then we have a national academy and it's all virtual that allows for you to get access excuse me have a national intensive that allows for you to get access to either the wbe or mbe certification and we're working on um making sure we have the intelligence to be able to assist folks with the federal um, certification. So 8A and, and all of those other ones related to um, MBE and BBE. Okay, that is fantastic. That is something new. Okay, are you sure I'm not missing anything else? <laughs> I, listen, we can be out here all day. Uh, I think that is it. I think that is it. Um, I am I'm so happy that I got the, the opportunity to talk to you and hope that I was able to provide 
some value to to one of your listeners and on their journey to whatever they're building so oh absolutely and that's the the one thing um that's the reason you know i do the show of course it's part of my 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 cognitive therapy but i love um you know highlighting entrepreneurs and i love highlighting um black women and uh and and women of color and just being able to share what people are doing because you don't really know what people yeah. are doing if you just look at what you see on tv or in regular magazines um i've met just through you know women elevating women and um barbara moitz uh grow your biz community um just women are doing so many, so many women, so many different types of women are doing so many things. And so, so many just, things. Yeah, just highlighting that is just, um, it's just a great joy for me because uh, at least now with technology, the way that it is, you know, we're able to connect and share. And, and that's really, what we're all doing every day. And I think that's amazing. And and you're you're opening up the walls and, and the world for, for folks to be able to, to hear from, you know, amazing different people. Mm-hmm. And being able to do that. And like you said, technology has really helped to break down those barriers. I mean, I think the thing for us that is the mantra of woo around collaborating that I absolutely love is you're, you know, Betty says iron sharpens iron. Mm-hmm. And being able to learn about what other people are doing is phenomenal. And so for for the work we do at Fearless, you know, in partnership with Wu, and so we try, you know, we're we're doing a lot of that groundwork to get folks ready to be a part of the amazing programming that they have at Wu, and just the the folks meeting you, meeting so many different people, where there's just great intersection. You know, there there is tons of places where we compete but the places where that opportunity to spark that collaboration that's the game changer and when you are able to sit in spaces with other like-minded folks that truly believe in collaboration you you get better you get better and so i'm grateful for it absolutely and and let me ask you can you just talk a little bit about what you spoke at at the at the woo conference last year so, you know, the theme of the, the conference was around, um, you know, collaboration and how to ensure that you're creating an environment for people to be their best. And, you know, the thing that is essential to our work at, at Fearless Commerce is how do we create rooms where folks are, you know, operating at the top of their license? that they're able to, to, to share what they need to share and get out what they need to get out. And doing that together, um, that's, that's, that's the game changer. You know, we, we were able to have a rich conversation and, and really at that conference, if folks haven't, hey, they won't, they had to be there with a woo. <laughs> so y'all missing out, y'all missing out. But, just being able just to hear from just different speakers, you know, 
uh, owners that have been in the military talk about how they brought collaboration in their business. You know, hearing from just the 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 powerhouse in Phyllis Newhouse and, I, I was gonna and say, how yeah. <laughs> how for her and her signature trademarked um, directive of, of leaving rocks and and all of those nuggets related to the theme of collaboration um, during those conversations was, was just phenomenal, you know, because we walk with the stories and the experiences and they're much richer when you're able to share them, you know? I, I had the opportunity to sit as commissioner across the ambassador to fill in the bank, the president of this country, and and learn all these different things. Listen, I'm telling folks I'm like listen, I didn't left from those tables. I'm like, here, have it all, have it all. You want to do international relations? Let me tell you how. Who you need to talk to? Because I'm better off when you have the best information. Yes. You know, it is yes. it is there is value in ensuring that you get to season the cream in the crop. You know what I'm saying? Like, why, why would I not just tell you all these things that I had the opportunity and the privilege to know? And so that for me is like, that's the, that's the, the essence of, of the work I get to do and sharing my thoughts and sharing the gifts in that way mm -hmm. is the love language of like, let me just, let me just go ahead. My friend call it free 99. They'd be like, oh my God, here she go with her free 99. <laughs> I'm like, listen, it is expensive. It may be free, but it's expensive because I had to buy it. And you get it for free 99, okay? Right. So. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I could, you know, just talk to you for, you know, for quite some more time. But, you know, you, t you tuned in early. So I, I have had you for some extra time already. But I'm so glad we got to sit together um at at the woo conference and so i hope to see you again soon if i make it to minnesota i'll definitely look you up <laughs> you know right now it's probably about minus 20 so you might that's okay <laughs> i know how you coast you coast you coast ladies are oh it's cold you yes mm -mm. yes yes i'm inside with my scarf on. <laughs> It's burr out here. So we have beautiful summers. It truly do have 10,000 lakes and trails. Um, it is a beautiful place wonderful. in the summer. So wonderful. Well, let me take our photo before we we pack up here. And uh, you know, as mentioned, Talk Shoe is live and recorded. And uh, once it uploads, I will definitely post it on social media and and tag you and all right here uh, okay let me do it this way sometimes you know with my phone it comes out a little grainy like through the glare give you the glare <laughs> it's a little grainy um but sometimes you know if my if i look weird but my my guest looks great i just pose my guest <laughs> Okay, just look and smile. Okay, I think I got quite a few there. All right. Let's 
see here. I'm sure I did. Oh, yes, I have a couple. Okay, yeah, those came out great. Those came out really great. So thank you, Shantira, so much for, for saying yes. And um, it was such a pleasure to meet you. And just thank you for, for doing this. I wish you so much more uh, success because you are actually doing the work. Thank you. I appreciate that. And um, just thank you for having this platform to share our stories um, because it matters that folks know um, we are stepping up to the plate and you play a vital role in really doubling down on the, our messages and the work that we're doing. So I really appreciate this, this space that you've created. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. That means so much to me. So enjoy your day. Have a wonderful week. Enjoy the weekend and, and hopefully we'll chat soon. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, thanks everyone for another episode of the Stroke Diva Fabulous Show.